found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Friday edition of Tidbits, the weekending edition for the fourth day of November. Good morning, Matthew. Yes, good morning, Dale. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hard to believe we're at the uh, week's end. And yet here we are. Just uh, remarkable how time has flown. Hmm. You know, imagine being at Pearl Harbor, December 7th, 1941. Okay. The last known Pearl Harbor survivor in Nevada. He's passed away in his sleep this week at 99 years of age. Wow. But it says, not before joking around with his nurses once one last time. It was evidently quite a card. Hmm. Edward Ed Hall passed away at 2.45 a.m. Wednesday at the North Las Vegas VA Medical Center. A longtime friend visited the night before he passed and said that he was full of life, and he joked with the nurses. Next day, a doctor and his nurses went to check on him, and he was unresponsive. He passed away. Wow. He was in the U.S. Army Air Corps and 18 years of age. When Japan launched that surprise attack, left 2,403 Americans dead. On that day, the former Army private was on kitchen duty. He was cleaning in a frying pan. Okay, you just remember. You, you know? remember those things, yeah. When he heard what he thought was a malfunctioning air compressor. But when he walked outside the mess hall at Hickam Field, he was met with the sights and sounds of full-blown attack. And I just can't imagine, because I remember when I was in Florida back a year and a half ago or so, mm-hmm. there was a close to an airfield, yeah, and you'd hear these prop airplanes, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine hundreds of them yeah. and how yeah. that would sound. Yeah. And uh, he says, when he was out there, a fellow serviceman pulled him down and shouted, do you want to die? He evidently did an interview in 2020. Recalled there was shooting going on like he wouldn't believe. He says he's still amazed he didn't get hurt. While they took cover, Hall said he remembers seeing an explosion that he later learned was the USS Arizona. Mm. That strike killed 1,177 sailors. Just an unbelievable. Wow. As far as it's known, he's the last of the survivors of that day at Pearl Harbor. So there's a generation there. Yep. Just, uh, it had to have been just unbelievable. It's it's like 9-11, we remember. Oh, yeah, exactly. You, know, you and I, be? you know, we were together. Yeah. It was just, what the heck's going on? <clears throat> and I imagine that's what he went through at Pearl Harbor. So anyway... You know, you like cats. You made some cat friends up in Rochester. All right. It's, I sure did. It says the yeah. average American spends twenty five thousand three hundred four bucks on their cat during their life. What? Yeah. No, I, that sounds awfully high to me. That is so high. Now, according to a poll of cat owners, two and three believe their cats are truly the queens and kings of their home. Based on an average 15-year lifespan for cats, the costs add up over that lifetime. People spend 764 bucks 
just replacing or repairing scratched up furniture. <laughs> Why are you dealing with it? Get him out. Get rid of him. So that's where all the money comes from. Yeah. yeah. Per visit, vet appointments cost about 111 bucks. These costs don't even include the food and toys, <laughs> which can run an average of 109 bucks a month. We had we had cats yeah. long ago. We had cats. One of the most favorite things they had to play with was the milk ring. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't cost anything but the cost of milk. So after we 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 had our cats and then we you know we didn't have cats yeah. we we moved our stove out and there were like dozens <laughs> once they lose them yeah yeah they love playing with those so you didn't see near that kind of cost no, i mean that's, Lord, that no. sounds like so much twenty five thousand dollars know? i don't know the cat people are doing that but, um, you know, I went out today, got mm-hmm. feral cats in my neighborhood, and there's one just, uh, it's taken roost on my former cover for my bike because it's still in the seat. Yeah. Bike's been moved to winter transfer. Sure. But he's sleeping up there. And then I come out today, and it's not like he's scared of me at all. Okay? <laughs> now, most of the cats around here that we deal with, they 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 don't come near you. They don't want to deal with right. you. Right. This guy had no problem. It's like, you're in my house. What do now, you want? <laughs> now, he's scratching a lot, so I figure he's full of fleas. So I don't really want to you know, let him in. It looks like he's got just a small tail like he lost. Oh, yeah? He'd be quite unique to have. Huh. You should invite him in for the Well, winter. maybe I will. Why not enjoy some fleas? <laughs> he roll around on my bed. <laughs> 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 Here's my dark shirts. Just uh, get your get your hair all over my dark shirts. Now he's black and white, and isn't that what Karen's missing? Remember her cat came up missing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if it's, but he doesn't have a fat face. She describes him as having a fat face. <laughs> Are you sure it's a he? I don't know. Oh. You know, I, I... we'll go take a look. See what you got here, bub. So I'll see if he keeps hanging out. It's probably where the cat prints come because occasionally you'll have cat prints on your vehicle. Yes. <laughs> we have one that seems to be rotating between our deck and the neighbor's yard and the other neighbor's yard, just kind of. Now you haven't fed it, have you? No. Okay. I've been strictly forbidden. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> this. Uh... <laughs> From last night, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles are still unbeaten. Oh, they won last they night. They beat wow. the Texans 29-17. Wow. First 8-0 start uh, in their history, I think. Hmm. First time in franchise history, yeah. And the good thing is they beat the Texans, which are, of course, in the Colts division. And the Colts play at New England this Sunday. So the Colts need to get on some sort of a yeah. Well, they fired their yeah. their offensive coordinator this week, so we'll see. How Will that, that be the answer? Oh, sure, sure it is. Wouldn't that be something if they score like for over fifty this week? <laughs> <Yeah>. Drop forty two, <laughs> seven hundred yards of offense. <laughs> 
So we'll see what happens. But anyway, the Eagles are the only team still perfect. Wow. Out of a year that seems to have a lot of mediocrity. It sure you know. does. All right. It's 633. We've got uh, some messages and we'll be back with tidbits. This is Tidbits. It's 638. It's a Friday. Here we are, ready for the upcoming weekend. This is a quick reminder that the Powerball jackpot is a billion and a half dollars. (laughs) Get your quick pick at a Hoosier Lottery retailer. Play responsibly. Now, will you get one, you think? I, I, I usually don't, okay? I usually just don't, and it's... Whatever. So and you'll I, add to the winners. And I text totally. my wife the other day. I'm like, yo, we may want to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> You've got nothing to lose. Yeah. But your investment of right. whatever you got in it. Yeah. Because the odds are drastically against anyone that they're oh, going yeah. to win. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But who knows? And I was out last night and uh, I, I thought about I thought about swinging on my way home, you know, swinging in and grabbing some gas and a ticket, but. I just want to go home. <laughs> now, if you do that, be sure you stay at the counter and do some yakking. Mm. And maybe look around and see if yes. there's a scratch-off maybe you want to do while you're yakking. And uh, you'll be right at home. What the? That's what you'll hear. <laughs> I can't believe it. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> okay. This, um... <sighs> did you ever collect Pokemon? No. Okay. That was... Pokemon came out, and I was past the age of... Okay, so you didn't care. Yeah. Okay. The Las Vegas Raiders linebacker Blake Martinez recently sold a very rare Pokemon for six hundred seventy-two grand. It's a massive, wow. massive win for Blake. Netted him more than half of his NFL salary for the season, which is $1.1 million. <laughs> Jeez. The sale comes weeks after he estimated the card to be worth anywhere from five hundred to one million five hundred thousand. The card, which is sometimes referred to as the Swirl Illustrator, was uh, rated, given a nine point five rating in Jim Mint condition. Mm. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, Blake's sale now ranks as second most expensive of a Pokemon card ever. No, I don't know how Who's he got it. it? When he, I, uh, Who's buying that? I don't know. How do you know what stuff is and why? I mean, what a pack of cards of Pokemon probably cost back in the day? Nothing. You know? I mean, probably even nothing. A couple bucks. Just like chewing gum. Yeah. You know, cards. Yeah. So that's uh, quite a quite a deal for him. But his salary alone, see... You could uh, you win Powerball. I make more than Blake Martinez. Easy. <laughs> Do you know how many of you I could buy? <laughs> well, let's see. Here's now. This is just remarkable to me. A COVID nineteen patient infect for nearly fourteen months. They've had COVID fourteen months. Fourteen months. Wow. Has been cured thanks to the same experimental drug cocktail. Given to President Trump. Remember, he said, I'm cured. Really? When he went through that? Yeah. I mean, he was just only out about a day or two. 
Yeah. And then he was back out and about. Yeah. According to researchers in London, the patient contracted an early variant to the virus and had a weakened immune system following a kidney transplant. Hmm. Now the 59-year-old's been declared free of the illness 411 days after the initial diagnosis. Did, did it take him that long to get cured of it? I guess. No. They just finally probably decided to give oh. the patient the, uh, what do they call it, the monoclonal <laughs> antibody treatment. All right. Made by Biotech, Regenerin, okay. which binds to the virus to stop it inflicting and infecting your cells and replicating. It's the same treatment that President Trump received after he had COVID in October 2020. The team at Guy's and St. Thomas Hospital are confident the unnamed patient is finally free of that virus. Wow. So if that's out there and going on, why isn't that just being, why do we got to go through all this others? Get your booster. <laughs> Get your fourth or fifth booster. You know, why aren't we just, you know. I don't know. If that's out there, bam. Quit monkeying around and get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? I know. But again, the drug companies are probably not wanting that because that would, you know. And who's footing the bill for all those virus shots? Because nobody's paying for them. Right. But yet they're still making, they wouldn't be making it if they're not making money. Absolutely. Right, Matt? Right. So how many trillions are we losing in that deal? I don't know. It's just. Why don't you run for office? I believe. Why don't you, why don't you get down to the bottom of this? I believe. <laughs> you got to just spout off and really not say much of anything. You well, just, you know. <laughs> the, we had a story up here that says over half Americans believe both Democrats and Republicans do such a poor job. A third <laughs> major party is needed. 61% of U.S. adults find the Republican um, Party unfavorable. 57 felt the same way toward the Democratic Party. Yeah, and at that point, it's like, okay, yeah, they're both. It's a wash. Yeah. About a quarter of Americans say they have an unfavorable view of both major parties. Some experts suggest that the two-party system could be blamed for the political polarization we find in America. 56% believe the current parties do such a poor job, a third major party is needed. 30 years ago, I created the Mavericktarian Party here locally. I was a resident of Peru and running for the mayor of Logansport, ah. which, of course, was illegal. <laughs> you can't okay. do that. <laughs> but then but you're a Mavericktarian. You make your own rules. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and people got angry, saying that I was going to split the votes. Uh. I can't run. You can't run. <laughs> so anyway, maybe we should start that party, Matt. Maybe we should. On the national level. There we go. It's just amazing to me. This from Miller Lite. <laughs> this is what you need at your house. <laughs> They've introduced a holiday decoration with their Christmas tree keg stand. The uh, tree keg stands designed to fit a slim quarter barrel keg <laughs> in the underneath and support a five foot tree above. The stand can hold up to 150 pounds for the tree ornaments and lights. 
Okay. Is beer that necessary? <laughs> <laughs> that you have to have it is like... Of course, that'd be the talking point when people came to Oh, yeah, yeah. It'd be a conversation piece for sure. It's decorated to look like a present. And it's wrapped with Miller Lite gift paper, <laughs> dyed with a red ribbon. <laughs> the red bow holds water for the tree. And uh, the openings at the top of the stand fit the keg tap, beer line, and picnic faucet. Hmm. How do you keep it cold? Well. See, that's something else, because you don't want to, you know. Isn't there a nickname for those? Um, pony kegs. Pony kegs, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Miller Lite also is bringing back the Christmas sweater. And beer. Beernaments? 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 Come on. The drinkable ornaments introduced last year. See, I didn't know. I didn't know they had those. Gotta have them. (laughs) (laughs) Just can't live without drinking any 10-minute period during the holidays. (laughs) That's what they make it seem like. Right. You know, oh, geez. I got got to unwrap gifts. Oh, I need a beer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's time to carve the turkey. I need... <laughs> Hold on, let me crack this open. Uh, let's see. We've got... Uh... Here's Sp- a... Speaking of which, okay. did you see that there's um, there was a new trailer release? There, they did a sequel to A Christmas Story. Okay. Where Ralphie and all of his friends, I'm pretty sure... Yes, yes, that's right. It's all played by the same actors. Yeah. They're growing up and they... Yeah, yeah I did see that, yeah. Because yeah. there was a scene in the bar where they were like, what am I going to do? And they're like, we're going to do shots. And so, that's kind of funny. But I'm wrong. I I th- I, yeah, I think in this, this new one, there's a triple dog dare... Yeah, yeah. ...involving a sled. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it, it actually looks kind of funny. <clears throat> like, it, to me, it has some some christmas vacation vibes to it yeah so it looks it looks enjoyable now is that gonna be an actual movie or you gotta have one of the pay services to watch it is it on hbo max see i can't get any of that i'm, I'm not sure i'm I not think paying for that it's on hbo okay. max. it's just that's ridiculous <laughs> well you sign up for a free trial mm, yeah and then you just cancel it you watch it watch something and you cancel it all right well what you do is you get the free trial then you hook up your vcr and you record What's <laughs> you have all those. You know all the crooked moves. <laughs> that's that's what people did back in the <laughs> back in the eighties. Do you remember that? Because it'd be like a free HBO weekend, and people would like scramble and just record HBO for hours. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I got the Terminator, and I got <laughs> I got Splash in here. I got. Oh, finally. <laughs> that was totally a thing back in the day. Here's a uh, TikToker. Her name's Kim. Who, uh, made a video. Her Labrador retriever left her in tears. The uh, The dog managed to get a hold of a pile of cash left on the top of a table. It ate more than $2,000. <laughs> what? The bits of chewed money <laughs> were scattered everywhere in the living room. It made perfect sense that uh, Kim was crying. <laughs> wow. Someone commented, collect all the pieces, <laughs> take them to the bank, and explain the situation. They should be able to help. People have done this before when they're dogs, and then when they crap, they sort it out, and then they piece it back together best they can, and they get credit. They'll, they'll give you, you know. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
<sighs> so evidently, most of this seems to be just scattered about the house and not necessarily consumed. <laughs> in an update, she explained that the reason there was so much cash on the table was that her husband works in construction. Hmm. He worked all weekend doing a side gig and was paid $2,700. Hmm. The dog spared about 300 well, that's good. <laughs> oh, what do you do? I'd, I'd be. Oh. That's a lot of dough. That is a lot of money. So hopefully they can get enough recovery to re- recoup a large portion of it, you would hope. What are you doing this weekend, Manny? Um, Let me think. What okay, am I doing? All right. um, aren't you involved in something? Tomorrow. You're an auctioneer, aren't you? I did that last night. Oh. So last night was the Make and Bake auction to Walton. Okay, um, that was great. It was. It's always. It's always a bit of a late night and a long night, but it's always a great. It was so much fun. Okay. Um, there was strawberry pies being oh, thrown my. in people's face last night. No, you're not yeah. wasting strawberry pie. It was great. It was great. Oh man, I love strawberry pie. Someone bought it, and the other person across the room stood up and said, "I'll pay." Thirty dollars for you to put that in his face, and someone else chimed in. I'll pay forty. <laughs> and so it happened. <laughs> and then a little while later, the the dude that it happened, he put it back together, <laughs> and he slipped me a note, and he's like, "Anonymous donation of fifty dollars for this pie to be shoved in her face." So we did it. It was so that one pie. It was ninety bucks. <laughs> It was pandemonium last night. It was great. Oh, well, that's good that that went well. And then uh, tomorrow, <laughs> I am emceeing an event in Kokomo called Bulletproof. Okay. That's an all-day... That's real windy tomorrow, remember. Oh, I gotta be careful. Okay. I'll be careful. All right. So, I got lots going on. Okay. Well, have a good weekend, buddy. All right, you too. I'll see you next week. See ya. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.